Welcome to the Greenhouse Podcast Conversations to Cultivate Dynamic Growth. I'm excited today because we're beginning a new series in the Greenhouse Podcast entitled Life-Giving Discipleship Series. Discipleship is Jesus' last command and our first priority. I'm excited because we're starting a new series, but also excited because I'm joined by my bride, with my bride, (laughs) however you say it, woman of God, Amy Catherine Kerridge to team teach these five teachings on discipleship. Hi, everyone. So good to be with you today. Let's begin with our key text for this series. It's from Matthew 28, 19, and it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Yeah, love it. We know that as the Great Commission. And these are Jesus' last words, so we've got to understand that what his last words for us on earth, we've Mm. got to lean into what he's saying. And we see instructions as our first priority as a church, Mm. the church worldwide, but even us as Garden Church. His last words is our priority as a church. This is called the Great Commission. It's great in size great in challenge, great in outcome. I mean, we're here today following Jesus because of the Great Commission. Mm. This is the very core of God's heart and central to the mandate of believers. So good. So if we are called to make disciples, what is a disciple? Great question. Well, I think when we were planning this, we said, hey, we need to really look at the first disciples. We can learn by looking at Jesus' first disciples. Mm. And we can picture this um, even in the Gospels. We can see where Jesus, he he has an encounter with some fishermen down the the beach, Mm -hmm. say John, for instance, which is a great example, who was a fisherman, who was a Jew but a fisherman, and Jesus walked up to him and said, follow me, Mm. And, and John dropped what he was doing, Mm. left his business and followed Jesus. Mm. And so he had an encounter with Jesus, Mm. but that it didn't stop at an encounter. He went on in and became a relationship that he he built with Jesus and then a lifestyle. I love the scripture. And John's a great example because you think of the books that he wrote. He wrote three epistles. He wrote the gospel of John and the book of Revelation. And so our, his words still impact our lives today, but it began just with a call, an, an encounter with Christ. Wow. That I love his words in 1 John four sixteen. We have come, this is John speaking, we have come into an intimate experience with God's love. Mm. So here's John, he's testifying, this is what happened to me, mm. this is what happens to all of us. We've come into an intimate experience with God's love and we trust in the love he has for us. And, and so really to define a disciple by the first disciples and then everybody that is a disciple thereafter, which is mm. you and I, yeah. a disciple is someone who has an experience or an encounter with Jesus that begins a relationship that becomes a dynamic lifestyle. 
Maybe I should say that again. Yeah. Disciple is someone who has an experience, an experience. or an encounter with Jesus. Mm. Like it started on the beach for, for John. Yeah. Uh, I mean, each one of us it started somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts with an experience or an encounter that begins a relationship. It ignites yeah. a relationship that becomes a dynamic lifestyle. lifestyle. Love that. More than a thousand years ago, a carpenter explained it to uneducated fishermen in one sentence. Mm. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I send you out to fish for people. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Matthew four nineteen. Love it. Yeah, simply put, a disciple is someone who responds to the call to follow Jesus. I want us just to take a moment to, to expand on that a little bit mm. because there are three major calls of every disciple. Mm. You and I, mm-hmm. th- these are calls for us, people listening today. It, it's the call for them, but also those that they are discipling, leading, you know, the ones that they are engaging with. There's three calls of every disciple. First of all, the call to live in relationship with Jesus. Mm. And we've got here Romans 5, 10 to 11. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Amazing. Yeah. Still blows my mind. Fancy being called a friend (laughs) Friend of God. God. Yeah. That's what he calls us. So that's the first call of a disciple, to become a friend of God, Mm. which which I never. We never graduate from that. Yeah, totally. I'm still overwhelmed today about that. The second call is to become like Jesus. Mm. And Romans 8, 29 says, For he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. Yeah. Amazing. So that's the second call. First is to call into relationship with God. The second call as a disciple is to become like God in the form of Jesus, which just is amazing. I mean, we'll never be God. (laughs) That's not the point. (laughs) But to become a reflection of Jesus is the second call. Third call is to follow our purpose from Jesus. In 2 Timothy 1.9, it says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Wow. He saved us Mm. and called us. Called us, us, yeah. One package. I remember Mm. Bible College lecture explaining it's the one package. You know, we try to, particularly in the modern church, oh, you're saved. And so there's the kind of thinking that, Oh, once you're saved, that's it. But no, no, no. We want to be a church that reflects the scriptures that when you're saved, it's just the beginning because mm. you're saved and called mm. to a, a godly purpose. Yeah. So once again, to reflect those three callings, one, to connect in relationship with Jesus. Yes. Secondly, to become like Jesus. Yes. And thirdly, to follow the purpose from Jesus. So, so good. what a great calling. What a great calling. <laughs> huh. So what are some foundational principles of discipleship? Yeah, let's let's dig into these. First of all, every church, ministry, small group and disciple should and can grow. Wow. 
So 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 8 says, I planted the seed, Apollos, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. Amazing. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labour. Absolutely. I mean, the one purpose, this is Paul speaking, mm. that, you know, there was a seed, somebody watered it, but God made it grow. Mm. And so God is into our growth. The one purpose of planting and watering is, what? <laughs> is growth. Mm. To grow. When yes. discussing growth, I believe that every church, ministry, small group and disciple can and should grow in three ways. They can all grow, number one, deeper, which speaks about going deeper into Christ. Mm. I pray, and I really believe this, that I'm deeper into Christ now than I was even 10 years ago, mm. deeper into him, into his purpose for my life. So grow deeper. Secondly, stronger, which speaks about leadership, discipleship makers. Mm. You, you know, as we grow in Christ, I believe there's a calling. If we're following the Great Commission mm. to be people that are strong, in our faith so that we can help others grow in their faith. Mm. So we grow deeper, mm. we grow stronger, and we grow wider, which speaks about reaching other people. Mm. So good. So the first principle of discipleship is every church, ministry, small group, and disciple should and can grow. And I think that's so important mm. for us when we're, when we're thinking about God's plan and purpose for our lives mm. in making disciples, mm. to have a conviction that, through my life, Jesus, things are going to grow. Amen. The the sphere of influence. If you're a if you're a uh, a youth leader, the the people underneath me they are going to grow yes. in Jesus. And this is not something that I can produce, but mm. as I'm obedient to Jesus, yes, God makes it, things grow. Yeah, and we can expect and believe for things that we have influence in. Yeah, we can expect them to grow. Yeah, abide in me. And mm. I'll abide in you, and you'll mm. bear much fruit and fruit that will remain. So the second discipleship principle is every disciple should make disciples. Wow. <laughs> yeah, what a challenge. That's cool, but what a challenge. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we get into it later in this series, but, yeah. you know, sometimes we think it's just for the gurus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's not how the Bible defines, you know, discipleship. No. That every disciple should make disciples of Jesus. In fact, in Matthew 28, 18, it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Who was he talking to? Just a few? Just a few select people? Yeah, that's right. He, he was speaking to all of all us. All of us, that's right. Yeah. And, and too often we act like you know, only full-time ministers uh, or people who have been Christians for a long time can mm. make disciples. Yeah. But Jesus' command to make disciples that we just read there was given to fishermen, mm. tax collectors who questioned, doubted, and even denied Jesus. Wow. So spiritual progress, not perfection, qualifies a person to make disciples. Wow. <laughs> no matter where we work, mm. where we go to school, our age, uh, no matter when we started following Jesus, mm. all, these are all things that w we disqualify ourselves with. We do, yeah. But Jesus says, no, go into all the world, yeah. make disciples. And he says it when we're saved because yes. we went through that. When we're saved. saved, 
and then we're called. called. We're called into this great commission to make disciples. So secondly, every disciple should make disciples. That's right. The third principle of discipleship is every minister should prepare others to minister. Wow. So if the second one wasn't challenging, this one is definitely challenging. Love this. Ephesians 4.11 says, It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people to works of service. Yeah. This was really a profound revelation through the Reformation, the Protestant Reformation. Mm. Um, You know, Martin Luther and and the whole scene there, it emphasised the priesthood of all believers. All believers, (laughs) yes. Of every believer, restoring the biblical pattern of relating to God. The modern church needs a discipleship reformation. Mm. I wrote that down in my notes there. A discipleship reformation that will emphasise the ministry of all believers, yeah. restoring the biblical pattern of ministry. The job of the minister is to prepare others to minister. To minister. <laughs> yeah. Not to do all the ministry. The goal of this study is to get ministry out of the hands of the experts or so-called experts. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people think that we were experts. I'm like, well, if God can use me, he can use anybody, anybody. absolutely. Yeah. And, and into the hands, ministry into the hands of every believer. Yeah. Because wow. ministry is for every believer. Let's just think about that for a second. If every disciple of Jesus had this conviction mm. that it was their calling mm. to, you know, make disciples yeah. and to equip people to be ministers, yes. imagine the exponential yes. impact of that. And that's wow. what Jesus calls us to. Yeah. So the Amazing. third principle of discipleship is every minister should prepare others to minister. That's you, listener. You are called to be a minister of God's gospel in his grace and you are called to prepare others even to minister. Yeah, that's right. So the last principle of discipleship we want to mention in this introduction, number three, is every person is valuable to God. So true. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Absolutely. I mean, value is determined, isn't it, by the price one is willing to pay. Mm. And God paid the ultimate price to redeem the lost. Since God places such a high value on lost people, we must learn to see them the way that he sees them. Mm. We We see Jesus in Matthew 9, and it says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Mm. Wow. See, see, most churches, and this is a growing conviction within us, most churches want to make disciples. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they read the Great Commission. Many fail. I mean, we've painted men apart where there's good intentions and mm-hmm. we, with all our God-given energy, faith, resource, want to be a church that obeys, responds to the Great yes. Commission and go hard after it. And hence why we're doing this Today, you know, we want to be a church that raises disciples, you know. Mm. So um, why do you think that is? Like why do you think it's it's difficult and why do you think, you know, we fail at discipleship or we don't go as far as what we're called to? Yeah, well, when we were discussing this and I thought about that, I think um, 
the easiest, most common way to fail at discipleship is to import a model, mm. you know, or, or copy a method that works somewhere else, somewhere else around the world or whatever without first understanding the heart. And that's why we're taking time through these this series to really dig deeper into why discipleship, you know, values that create a healthy discipleship culture, really. Mm. So in the rest of the studies, we'll look at the discipleship process and the values that they are based on, which is so important. When we get the why, mm. when we get the scripture, when we understand, you know, what God is trying to tell us, I believe there's just a new wave of discipleship coming in a season. Mm. So good. Could you tell us, Dales, just the four values, just to expand as we close this first lesson today? Mm. So, yeah, we're going to be exploring how to firstly engage with people and culture, secondly, establish in biblical foundations, thirdly, equip believers to minister, and fourthly, empower disciples to make disciples yeah i'm really excited about this this series i'm really excited that we get to talk about discipleship yeah and we we, as we step through this series i believe that god's just going to take us on a great journey i believe the decades to come are going to see great fruit and fruit that will remain people saved born again discipled to the point where they are discipling and ministering to the world around them as well. And so, friends, today, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. I just pray there's a growing passion within you to disciple people, to Mm. lead people into his kingdom. And so we just want to say blessing on you today. Be blessed. Go and be life-giving, and we'll see you soon.